Brown adipose tissue, monocytes support tissue expansion. Alexandre Galeran, Marion Stuno, Laurent Yves Charvet, and Stoyan Ivanov. From Université Côte d'Azur, France. Nature Communications, 2021. Monocytes are part of the mononuclear phagocytic system. Monocytes play a central role during inflammation conditions and a better understanding of their dynamics might open therapeutic opportunities. In the present study, we focused on the characterization and impact of monocytes on brown adipose tissue. BAT Functions during tissue remodeling Single-cell RNA sequencing analysis of BAT immune cells uncovered a large diversity in monocyte and macrophage populations. Fate mapping experiments demonstrated that the bad macrophage pool requires constant replenishment from monocytes. Using a genetic model of bad expansion, we found that brown fat monocyte numbers were selectively increased in this scenario. This observation was confirmed using a CCR2 binding radio tracer and positron emission tomography. Importantly, in line with the tissue requirement, blood monocyte counts were decreased, while bone marrow hematopoiesis was not affected. Monocyte depletion prevented brown adipose tissue expansion and altered its architecture. Podoplanin engagement is strictly required for bat expansion. Together, these data redefine the diversity of immune cells in the bat and emphasize the role of monocyte recruitment for tissue remodeling. Monocytes are part of the mononuclear phagocytic system together with macrophages and dendritic cells, DC. These cells are generated in the more marrow compartment where they originate from hematopoietic stem cells, HSC, through myelopoiesis, a highly regulated process. The growth factor colonized stimulating factor 1, CSF1, binds to its receptor, CSF1R, CD115, expressed on monocytes and macrophages to promote their survival. Bone marrow-derived monocytes regress to the blood circulation, and this process is under the control of chemokine chemokine receptor interactions. For instance, stromal cell derivative CXCL12 SDF1 binds to monocyte CXCR4, and this interaction is required for monocyte retention within the bone marrow compartment. By contrast, CCL2 CCR2 interactions control monocyte egress from bone marrow to blood and their peripheral tissue recruitment from the blood circulation. Two major subsets of blood monocytes have been described according to the expression of the cell surface marker LY6C. LY6C high monocytes, also called classical monocytes, are acquired to peripheral tissues and can give rise to macrophages during infection, acute or chronic inflammation or cancer and contribute to the control of the resolution of tissue inflammation. 
LY60, non-classical monocytes patrol the blood vasculature cleaning jabrids and promote healing of the injured endothelium. During infection and excessive or chronic inflammation, monocytes are required to peripheral tissues where they differentiate into macrophages. In every organ, macrophages have been demonstrated to play a tissue-specific function. For example, splenic red pulp macrophages control iron content, while testis macrophages have been implicated into spermatogenesis. The adipose tissue has long been considered a simple triglyceride storage organ. Various types of adipose tissue have been documented, including white adipose tissue, WAT, beige adipose tissue and brown adipose tissue, BAT. In mice, white adipose tissue is typically localized in the peritoneal cavity and subcutaneously with its most studied tipot, the perigonadal epidermal adipose tissue, EAT. Brown adipose tissue is located in the interscapular region and its main function is thermogenesis orchestrated by the mitochondrial uncoupling protein 1, UCP1. Beige adipose tissue is located subcutaneously SCAT and comprises, among others, the brachial and inguinal depots. Adipose tissue depot size is regulated through variations in adipocyte size and numbers. Triglycerides, TG, are stored in lipid droplets inside adipocytes and their mobilization relies on a process named lipolysis. The first step of lipolysis is under control of the rate-limiting enzyme ATGL, adipose triglyceride lipase, leading to TG degradation into diacyrylglycerol DAG and a fatty acid. Microphages have been identified in brown adipose tissue where they have been proposed to control neuron network density and brown adipose tissue thermogenesis. Nevertheless, the diversity of brown adipose tissue macrophages and the mechanism responsible for day maintenance remain underappreciated. In this work, we found several populations of macrophages in brown adipose tissue of wild-type mice. Additionally, we observed the existence of tissue-resistant monocytes that contribute to brown adipose tissue macrophage homeostasis. We used an established mouse model of adipocyte selective ATGL deficiency, leading to brown adipose tissue expansion and evaluated monocyte numbers in bone marrow and blood, and monocyte and macrophage numbers and diversity in adipose tissues. Thus, our data show that monocytes contribute to brown adipose tissue expansion in a podoplanin-dependent mechanism and favor matrix modeling, uncovering a new function for the cell type. Results Brown adipose tissue macrophage diversity and monocyte contribution to the maintenance. To investigate the diversity of brown adipose tissue myeloid cell populations, we performed single-cell RNA sequencing SCRNA-SEC analysis of sorted CD45 cells. 
from C57BL-6Mice housed at room temperature and fed on a normal show diet. This data revealed an unprecedented diversity of leukocytes residing in the brown adipose tissue, which can be represented by 13 unique clusters. We detected population of T-cells, B-cells and NK-cells, clusters 10, 11 and 12 respectively. Furthermore, among myeloid cells, we identified a population of neutrophils, cluster 0, and three separated populations of monocytes, cluster 2, 3 and 4. These subsets reflected LY6C low, LY6C int and LY6C high monocytes respectively. Of interest, we were able to identify four different macrophages populations, cluster 5, 6 and 7 and 8. These cells expressed a specific set of genes, which are represented by gene set enrichment analysis across all 13 clusters. Cluster 6 expressed many canonical alternative macrophage polarization markers, including MRC1, CD206 and CLEC10A CD301. Additionally, this cluster was enriched in genes C1QA, C1QB, C1QC, encoding for proteins involved in the complement pathway. Cluster 7 and 8 highly expressed genes involved in lipid metabolism, such as CD36, LPL, and LIPA. Finally, cluster 5 was enriched in genes involved in tissue remodeling, ECM1, MMP12, MMP19, FN1. This brown adipose tissue macrophage subset diversity might reflect their involvement in various functions from lipid handling, cluster 6, 7 and 8, to tissue remodeling, cluster 5. Since we detected many monocytes in our single-cell RNA sequencing data, we validated this observation in the brown adipose tissue using CCR2 GFP plus mice. In agreement with the transcriptonic data, we found many GFP plus cells in brown adipose tissue that were distributed among monocytes and macrophage populations. This data suggested that monocytes may contribute to brown adipostitian macrophage pool maintenance. To study this hypothesis, we used a pulse chase model allowing to label monocytes and follow their differentiation into macrophages. Over a short period of time, CCR2 Cree ER2 mice were crossed with DT tomato reporter. To induce CCR2-driven DT tomato expression, mice when administrated with amoxifen by oral cleavage and analyzed 48 hours later. We observed a large fraction of DT tomato plus cells among brown adipose monocytes and macrophages. Moreover, brown adipose tissue tomato plus monocytes and macrophage counts were decreased in CCR2 deficient mice, demonstrating the relevance of the axis in brown adipose tissue macrophage pool size maintenance. However, macrophage counts remained similar in CCR2 plus minus and CCR2 minus minus mice, suggesting that even though monocyte recruitment plays a critical role in the maintained brown adipose tissue macrophage pool,
A compensatory mechanism, likely proliferation, could occur in the absence of monocyte recruitment to sustain constant brown adipose tissue macrophage numbers. Brown adipose tissue expansion is supported by monocyte recruitment and local macrophage differentiation. To address how brown adipose tissue monocytes and macrophage populations affected during tissue remodeling, we generated a mouse model selectively lacking ATGL immature adipocytes, adipodelta delta. For this purpose, PNPLA2FLFL mice were crossed with adipoq erT 2 mice in order to ablate ATGL protein production, specifically immature adipocytes. To validate the efficiency of our system, those mice were crossed with DT tomato FL reporter mice, in which the DD tomato expression reflects recombinase activity. Additionally, we crossed these mice with CX3CR1GFP mice to facilitate analysis of monocyte distribution in tissues by flow cytometry and microscopy. Indeed, fluorescence microscopy analysis of perigonoidal adipose tissue and brown adipose tissue sections revealed that almost all adipocytes expressed the TD tomato protein three weeks following tamoxifen treatment, further validating the efficiency of our experimental system. Western blotting analysis of brown adipose tissue protein extract showed an almost complete absence of ATGL protein in adipose delta delta mice, in comparison to litermate control animals, further confirming the dilation efficiency. The low remaining ATGL protein levels in adipose delta delta mice could originate from adipose tissue immune cells, such as macrophages and neutrophils previously shown to express this protein, by which the adumernectin promoter is not active. These expected serum glycerol concentrations were decreased in adipose delta-delta mice compared to control animals. Serum lipidomic analysis further revealed decreased concentrations of palmic acid, the most abundant non-esterified fatty acid, NIFA approximately 33% of total nephes. Myristic and alpha-linolenic acids were also decreased. Interestingly, other types of fatty acids were not modulated in adipo delta-delta mice when compared to litermate control animals. In agreement with previous reports using constitutive ATGL deletion, we found a stringling increased brown adipose tissue weight times 2.5 fold in adipose delta delta mice in comparison to co-host litermate controls after three weeks of cre-induction. Nevertheless, perigonidal adipose tissue had a similar weight in both genotypes. Tissue histology analysis revealed widespread changes in brown adipocyte morphology with the appearance of larger lipid droplets, a process named whitening of the brown adipose depot. We also observed the appearance of CD11B plus cells in the brown adipose tissue of adipose delta delta mice in patterns similar to crowding-like structures. Reported 
in perigonasal adipose tissue during obesity. The cells were rarely detected in control mice. To further define whether specific immune cell subsets were reached in adipose delta delta mice, we performed a comparative single-cell RNA sequencing analysis between cell-sorted CD45 cells from control and adipocyte ATGL-deficient mice. We noticed a major and specific enrichment in all macrophage clusters in adipose delta-delta animals without affecting the populations of B cells, T cells and NK cells. This observation indicates that brown adipose tissue expansion induced a macrophage-specific enrichment in the organ. However, a distinctive fatty acid-centered metabolic signature was detected in these macrophage subsets. Using a slingshot tool, we established a productive differentiation modeling linking monocytes to macrophage clusters. This model suggested that LY6C high monocytes give rise to two intermediate macrophage populations, cluster 7 and 8, to terminally differentiate macrophage clusters, cluster 5 and 6, were identified and corresponded to clusters involved in lipid metabolism and matrix modeling. In line with our pathway enrichment analysis, these cells displayed high expression of genes involved in lipid handling, including PLAN2, CD36, TRIM2, LPL in adipo, delta delta mice, compared to controls. Although MRCO1 expression was found on all macrophage subsets, high expression of this marker was observed on cluster 6. On the other hand, cluster 5 macrophages were found to specifically express CD226. To phenotypically confirm the data from our single-cell RNA sequencing analysis, we performed a flow cytometry analysis of adipose tissues obtained from control and adipose delta-delta mice, since tissue expansion did not occur in the perigonoidal adipose tissue of adipose delta-delta mice. We investigated macrophage and phonocytes phenotypes in both brown adipose tissue and perigonoidal adipose tissue of control and adipose delta-delta mice. We applied an established gating strategy to separately analyze macrophages and monocytes. Previous reports demonstrated the presence at a low frequency of monocytes residing in tissues. In our study, we identified monocytes as CD45+, CD64+, MERC-TK-, CD11B+, cells and macrophages as CD45+, CD64+, MERC-TK+. Furthermore, we developed a gating strategy for the in vivo identification of cluster 5 and cluster 6 cells, namely CD226-high and CD206-high macrophages. The proportion of CD206-high macrophages was equivalent in brown adipose tissue and perigonidal adipose tissue from adipose delta-delta mice. However, we found that the population of CD226-high macrophages was markedly enriched in brown adipose tissue compared to perigonidal adipose tissue.
increased monocytes and macrophage counts were observed in the primary adipose tissue of adipose delta delta mice, but not in the perigonadal adipose tissue. To apprehend whether this accumulation was triggered solely by the loss of primary adipose tissue lipolysis or could be linked to ATGL deficiency in other adipose depots, we analyzed primary adipose tissue myeloid cells in UCP1CRE times PNPLA2FLFL brown adipose tissue delta delta mice. UCP1 is highly expressed in brown adipocytes and lacking in white adipocytes. Brown adipocytes tissue, monocytes and macrophages were more numerous in brown adipose tissue delta delta mice in comparison to controls, suggesting that the adipose delta delta brown adipose tissue phenotype was driven by brown adipose tissue mediated cues. Moreover, brown adipose tissue monocytes in adipose delta delta mice expressed higher levels of MHC2, a marker that is upregulating monocytes that recently grasped the blood vasculature and entered an organ. However, the CD11C expression remained similar between both genotypes. Importantly, MHC2 expression was comparable between perigonadal adipose tissue monocytes obtained from control and adipose delta delta mice. As a whole, brown adipose tissue macrophages from adipose delta delta mice, but not perigonadal adipose tissue macrophages, also displayed alternate expression of the canonical alternative polarization markers CD206 and CD301. This may be representative of the increased presence of CD206 low and CD301 low macrophages, mainly in cluster 7 and 8, as MRC1 and CLEC10A expression did not appear to be diminished in M2-like macrophages, cluster 6. The expression of CD11C, a classical M1 activator marker, was not altered. Taken together, this demonstrated that ATGL adhesion in adipocytes triggers monocytes around adipose tissue recruitment and leads to increased numbers of brown adipose tissue macrophages with a specific phenotype. Local proliferation of tissue-resilient macrophages is involved in the pool maintenance. To investigate macrophage proliferation rate, we performed KI67 staining and found a similar level of proliferation in brown adipostitian macrophages from control and adipose delta delta mice. This observation was also supported by the analysis of our single cell RNA sequencing data that revealed that few brown adipostitian macrophages show expression of proliferation related genes, including MKI67, CCNA2, and TOP2A. Brown adipose tissue selective monocytes recruitment leads to diminished blood monocytes count without affecting bone marrow hematopoiesis. We next asked whether increased monocytes counts in adipose delta delta mice are specific to brown adipose tissue or could also be observed in other peripheral tissues. To monitor monocyte distribution across tissues, we took advantage of a CCR2 targeting radio tracer 64 copper DOTA ACL1I 
for non-invasive positron emission tomography PET computer tomography CT imaging of CCR2 plus cells distribution across multiple tissues without the biases of tissue digestion. This provides the opportunity to simultaneously investigate numerous organs, thus limiting the risk to miss an unexpected trace accumulation in a specific location. Representative PET-CT images revealed significantly increased signal indicative of CCR2 accumulation in the BAT of adipo-delta-delta mice at 16 days, but not at 2 days. Post-tamoxifen administration, CRE plus 10 plus. This data confirm the progressive monocyte infiltration in brown adipose tissue after ATGL deletion. Of note, we observed a comparable level of brown adipose tissue CCR2 signal in both adipocre plus animals treated with vacuole oil CRE plus TAM minus and adipo plus plus mice treated with tamoxifen CRE minus TAM plus. To analyze monocyte density, the distribution of the tracer was measured across tissues and we observed that CCR2 signal was selectively increased in the brown adipose tissue of adipose delta-delta mice. Despite a detectable signal in several organs, we did not observe a differential CCR2 distribution in other tissue. Of interest, Blood's CCR2 signal was reduced, even though the difference was not significant in adipose delta-delta animals. Ex vivo tissue collections showed an enlarged mass of brown adipose tissue in adipose delta-delta animals compared to the other two groups. However, autoradiography showed specific tracer uptake in the brown adipose tissue and not in the surrounding white adipose tissues, thus supporting PETS data. Taken together, this suggests that adipocyte-specific ATGL deletion leads to brown adipose tissue selective monocyte recruitment. Thus, disruption of brown adipose tissue hemostasis leads to a very specific monocyte recruitment without affecting any other peripheral organ. Because we observed a tendency to decrease CCR2 signal in blood, we next wondered whether brown adipose tissue monocyte recruitment could affect the pool of circulating blood monocytes. Using flow cytometry analysis, we detected a marked decrease in the numbers of blood monocytes CD45+, CD115+, CD11B plus cells. This observation was valid for both LY6C high and LY6C low monocyte subsets. However, neutrophil CD45+, GR1+, CD11B+, CD115 low, B-cell CD45+, CD19+, and T-cell CD45+, TCR beta+, numbers were similar in ATGL sufficient and deficient mice. Likewise, CCL2 and CXCL12 serum levels were not modulated by the loss of adipose tissue lipolysis, excluding systemic inflammation as a cause for the decrease in blood monocyte numbers. We thus 
hypothesize the reduced blood monocyte numbers in ATGL-deficient mice results from either an alternate hematopoiesis of major monocyte export from bone marrow to blood. Flow cytometry analysis revealed no substantial difference in the number of monocyte precursor cells, including LSK, lean minus, SK1+, CKIT+. Bone marrow monocytes counts were also very similar in control and adipocyte ATGL-deficient mice. Thus, blood monocyte number reduction is unlikely to result from defects in bone marrow hematopoiesis or stromal niche alteration, since the pool of bone marrow monocytes results from the dynamic interaction between monocyte proliferation, death and export of peripheral blood. We analyzed these parameters. Monocyte proliferation was comparable in adipolar delta-delta and little-made control mice. Annexin-5 staining on bone marrow monocytes suggested a similar level of apoptosis in both genotypes, ruling out a role for cell death. To analyze monocyte export from bone marrow to blood, we intravenously injected mice with BRDU and analyzed the percentage of BRDU-positive monocytes in blood, 16 hours post-injection. We found that approximately 70% of blood monocytes had undergone proliferation by incorporating BRDU in both control and adipose delta-delta mice. Therefore, we concluded that the monocyte export rate is not modified during brown adipose tissue expansion and could not account for diminished blood monocyte numbers. We apprehend the mechanism that could account for increased brown adipose tissue monocyte numbers, we performed a real-time PCR analysis. We found an increased expression of the pro-inflammation gene TNFA and the chemokine CCL2 in the brown adipose tissue of adipose delta-delta mice. The latest is responsible for monocyte recruitment to tissues and could explain increased numbers of brown adipose tissue monocytes and macrophages. Although ELISA analysis of brown adipose tissue homogenides failed to confirm an increased in TNF-alpha levels, CCL2 protein levels were markedly augmented in the brown adipose tissue of adipose delta-delta mice. Together, these data suggest the onset of a very low-grade tissue inflammation in specific CCL2-mediated monocyte recruitment to the brown adipose tissue of adipose delta-delta mice. Monocyte depletion prevents brown adipose tissue expansion and sustained tissue browning. To address whether brown adipose tissue monocyte recruitment is involved in tissue remodeling and growth, we depleted blood monocytes by administration of anti-CCR2 antibody MC21. Mice received tamoxifen treatment and were then allowed to rest for one week, during which brown adipose tissue started expanding. MC21 or vehicle treatment were then administrated daily for five days. Blood and tissues were analyzed 16 hours after the last MC21 injection. This procedure leads to the complete depletion of blood monocytes, as previously described. 
displaying monocyte population was also completely depleted in MC21 treated mice. Flow cytometry analysis demonstrated a major monocyte depletion in the brown adipose tissue of MC21 treated adipose delta delta animals in comparison to vehicle administrated controls. Brown adipose tissue macrophage numbers were slightly but not significantly decreased in MC21 treated adipose delta delta mice. Importantly, brown adipose tissue weight was significantly decreased by approximately 40% in adipose delta delta mice treated with anti CCR2 AB in comparison to vehicle administrated adipose delta delta animals. We observed that in control mice in which brown adipose tissue is not expanding, CCR2 depletion had no effect on tissue weight. Perigoneedle adipose tissue weight remained similar among MC21 treated and vehicle treated animals. Tissue histology analysis revealed that perigoneedle adipose tissue adipocyte size was similar in control and in adipose delta delta mice. Brown adipose tissue histology analysis revealed that MC21 administration exhibited the appearance of CLC. MC21 treatment had no impact on serum glycerol, TG and NEFL levels. However, we detected numerous multilocal zones in MC21 treated animals in comparison to vehicle treated adipose delta delta mice, suggesting that monocyte recruitment brown adipose tissue modulates tissue morphology and favors brown adipose tissue whitening. Whether this mechanism is only responsible for brown adipose tissue weight decrease in MC21 treated mines remains to be established. Monocytes regulate brown adipose tissue expansion via podoplanin engagement. Previous data demonstrated that myeloid cells could modulate tissue expansion by interacting with stromal fibroblastic reticular cells FRC. Thus, we sought to determine whether monocytes in brown adipose tissue might interact with fibroblasts to favor tissue expansion. Using alpha-SMEA staining, we identified the presence of alpha-SMEA plus cells with fibroblastic morphology in the brown adipose tissue of adipose delta delta mice, suggesting the existence of activated fibroblasts in expanding brown adipose tissue. To test whether monocytes could interact with fibroblasts, we co-cultured mouse embryonic fibroblast MEF with primary blood monocytes. Monocyte addition induced an increase in fibroblast cellular area. Importantly, we observed increased number of cell proturation in MEF cultured in the presence of blood monocytes. We next investigated whether this interaction required a cell-to-cell -cell contact or, alternatively, was mediated by soluble mediators. In a transworld experiment allowing for physical separation between fibroblasts and monocytes, we observed that fibroblast spreading occurred even in the absence of direct contact with monocytes. These results indicated that monocyte interaction with fibroblasts induced changes in their morphology. Therefore, we investigated whether these morphological changes were paralleled by modulations of fibroblast mechanical properties.
Using a traction force microscopy approach, we observed a fibroblast cohorted with monocytes exerted increased traction forces in the substrate. This observation was also repeated when using a transwell system confirming that cell contact between MEFs and monocytes was not required for modulations of fibroblast activation. Myeloid cells were previously shown to favor tissue expansion through the CLEC2 podoplanin PDPN axis. CLEC2 expression was documented in, on immunocells, including dendritic cells. We aimed to investigate whether brown adipose tissue immune cells expressed CLEC2. Flow cytometry analysis revealed the brown adipose tissue macrophages and, to a lesser degree, brown adipose tissue monocytes express detectable CLEC2 levels on their surface. We next decided to inquire whether PDPN engagement is involved in brown adipose tissue expansion, where we included a PDPN blocking antibody to our in vitro cocultured system we observed the fibroblast spreading was prevented, demonstrating the role of these factors in our system. In vivo PDPN blocking blunted brown adipose tissue expansion in adipole delta-delta mice, similarly to MC21 treatments. Flower cytometry analysis demonstrated that administration of PDPN blocking antibody had no effect on monocyte and macrophage numbers in brown adipose tissue. This observation was not surprising since PDPN engagement occurs downstream of monocyte brown adipose tissue recruitment. Furthermore, we analyzed cerium nifa, glycerol and TAG levels in adipose delta delta animals following PDPN blockades or control treatments. We detected a similar concentration of these metabolites suggesting that blocking PDPN engagement prevents brown adipose tissue expansion without affecting systemic nephaglycerol and TG levels. Taken together, this set of data identified the PDPN axis as a central regulator of brown adipose tissue expansion. Discussion Although macrophages were detected in previous single nuclei RNA sequencing analysis, of murine human wall brown adipose tissue, their proportions among total brown adipose tissue cells were too small to gain detailed insights into their diversity. Using sCRNA sequencing analysis of brown adipose tissue CD45 plus cells, the present study uncovered the coexistence of several macrophage and monocyte subsets in healthy brown adipose tissue. We found that monocytes intensively contributed to brown adipose tissue macrophage maintenance. In a genetic model of brown adipose tissue expansion, we observed a massive monocyte in macrophage recruitment that sustained changes in tissue morphology. This myeloid cell recruitment was brown adipose tissue specific and did not affect other adipose tissue depots, perigonoidal adipose tissue or peripheral tissues. Tissue inflammation remained low as TNF-alpha levels were unchanged in the expanding brown adipose tissue. 
However, CCL2 accumulation was paralleled by increased CCR2 signal, suggesting a key role for the CCL2-CCR2 axis in brown adipose tissue signal, suggesting a key role for the CCL2-CCR2 axis in brown adipose tissue monocyte recruitment. CX3-CR1-CX3-CL1 interactions have been proposed to be involved in white adipose tissue homeostasis. Whether this axis plays a role in brown adipose tissue macrophages homeostasis remains to be defined. We did not observe a systemic inflammation but found a surprising decrease in blood monocyte counts. Importantly, in this scenario, modularly hematopoiesis was not affected. Monocyte depletion compromises brown adipose tissue expansion and modulated brown adipose tissue architecture, thus suggesting a key role of monocytes or monocyte-derived macrophages during brown adipose tissue expansion. Whether a specific population of brown adipose tissue monocytes or macrophages is responsible for brown adipose tissue expansion remains to be defined. Monocytes play a key role, beneficial or detrimental, during many pathological conditions, and controlling the numbers and functions could improve disease outcome. For example, during cardiovascular disease development, monocytes count are an abundant risk factor. Mice living a thermoneutrality 30 degree have lower peripheral blood monocytes. Interestingly, in this scenario, monocytes accumulated inside the bone marrow. This was paralleled by a lower CCR2 signal in brown fat, suggesting altered monocytes recruitment in this organ. Importantly, the recruitment of CCR2 plus cells to subcutaneous adipose tissue, but not to brown adipose tissue, contributes to adaptive thermogenesis during cold exposure. Whether monocyte recruitment to brown adipose tissue favors thermogenesis and heat dissipation remains to be established. In our study, we revealed that monocyte depletion favors a multilocular phenotype in brown adipose tissue adipocytes. This parameter might reflect local thermogenesis. In a mouse model of burn injury, CCR2 plus cells were also shown to contribute to adipose tissue thermogenesis. On the other hand, during cold exposure blood monocyte counts are increased in both mice and humans, and this is mirrored by augmented adipose tissue lipolysis. Mice with constitutive adipoq-driven ATGL deficiency display reduced brown adipose tissue UCP1 expression, paralleled by increased CCL2 and TNF-alpha expression. We did not detect significant brown adipose tissue inflammation in our short-term tamoxifen-induced setup, but rather a very specific CCL2-mediated monocyte recruitment. The precise cellular source of brown adipose tissue produced CCL2, and its contribution to tissue architecture remain to be established. Brown fat lipolysis of dispensable thermogenesis and UCP1 levels remain stable in mice specifically lacking brown adipose tissue lipolysis. Importantly, accumulation of brown adipose tissue macrophages and monocytes still occurred in brown adipose tissue delta-delta animals, suggesting that local rather than systemic ATGL deletion 
leads to monocyte recruitment. Monocyte recruitment to brown adipose tissue allows optimal tissue expandability. Previous work established the involvement of myeloid cells, the control of tissue contractility, and the ability to expand. The engagement of the podoplane in CLEC2 axis modulates lymph node fibroblastic reticular cells stiffness and favors lymph node relaxation. Whether this mechanism occurs in other tissues and in brown adipose tissue in particular remains to be defined. We were able to detect CLC2 expansion on brown adipose tissue macrophages and monocytes. Moreover, we observed that blocking podoplanin prevented brown adipose tissue expansion in vivo. Extracellular matrix modulations during diabetes modulate key adipocyte metabolic functions, including lipolysis and glucose handling. One could expect that macrophages and notably CD226 high macrophages from cluster 5 are involved in this process and could regulate brown adipose tissue function. Establishing genetic or pharmacological models allowing for the selective depletion of these cells will provide a unique opportunity to define their precise function. Brown adipose tissue expansion and whitening are characterized by CLS appearance and collagen accumulation. Whether monocytes participate to brown adipose tissue CLS formation or alternatively locally resistant brown adipose tissue macrophages are solely involved in this mechanism remains to be completely established. Our data show that depletion of CCR2 plus cells, likely monocytes, leads to increased frequency of CLS in the brown adipose tissue of adipose delta delta mice. This might be due to the accumulation of dead or dying adipocytes in the absence of monocyte brown adipose tissue recruitment, suggesting that monocytes play a key role in maintaining brown adipose tissue homeostasis. Limited brown adipose tissue expansion in CCR2-depleted mice could also be due to affected adipocyte lineage generation. Whether adipocyte generation is alternate in monocyte-depleted animals is an intriguing question that is beyond the scope of interest of the current manuscript. Thus, controlling macrophage numbers in healthy and inflamed tissues seems critical. Previous work demonstrated the existence of brown adipose tissue-resistant macrophages. These cells have been shown to control local neural network density and the subsequent norepinephrine production and thermogenesis. We found here that healthy and inflamed brown adipose tissue contains four different macrophages subsets. Further work is required to establish the precise function of each population through the generation of specific genetic models or pharmacological inhibitors. Thank you for listening. If you have any suggestion, review or article you would like to listen to, follow me on Twitter, pubreading, or send me an email info.pub.reading at gmail.com and let's connect.